friends. Welcome to Story Behind Podcast. This is the show for people who love hearing a good story and who believe the world could use more positivity. We're the team behind God Updates and God Too, and we hope these weekly short stories will brighten your day. Second grader sees boy with autism crying on first day of school, and his compassion is going viral. Written by Mel Johnson. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. In a viral photo from the first day of school, an eight-year-old boy holds the hand of a classmate with autism. The second graders seen in the photo are Christian Moore and Connor Kreitz, and God brought them together in the most amazing way. Christian Moore and Connor Kreitz were strangers, and eight-year-old Christian had no idea Connor was a boy with autism. When Christian saw Connor crying outside the school, in his heart he only knew that he had to do something, so he did. And even though this beautiful moment took place a few years ago, it still holds a powerful message for all of us today. For Connor Kreitz, the first day of second grade was completely overwhelming. He sat in the corner crying, and when Christian Moore spotted him, the sweet boy didn't miss a beat. I saw him on the ground with Connor as Connor was crying in the corner, and he was consoling him. Christian's mom, Courtney Moore, recalled, Christian grabs his hand and walks him to the front door. We waited until the bell rang, and he walked him inside of the school. The rest is history. They have an inseparable bond. Proud Mama Courtney couldn't resist sharing the picture of the boys holding hands on social media, and the beauty of this simple act of kindness had the photo going viral immediately. But Christian's compassionate act also meant the world to Connor's mom, April Kreitz. The first day of school is just as hard for her. I fear every day that someone is going to laugh at him because he doesn't speak correctly, or laugh at him because he doesn't sit still, or because he jumps up and down and flaps his hands. She says, "So seeing the pure love expressed by these two eight-year-old boys filled both moms with pride." Seeing the little boy hold the hand of a crying classmate with autism has deeply touched so many. The powerful image embodies just how Jesus loves and calls us to love. It doesn't matter color, it doesn't matter gender, it doesn't matter disability, and it doesn't matter anything. Just be kind. Open your heart. It's what we need in this world. April said of Christian's response to Connor, "One act of kindness can change someone's life, can change the world." Both moms said, "That's all it takes." But Christian and Connor's photo isn't the only lesson for us. It's also how the two boys are responding to their 15 minutes of fame. He was kind to me, Connor said. I was in the first day of school and I started crying. Then he helped me and I was happy. He found me and held my hand and I got happy tears. These sweet second graders don't understand what all the fuss is about. Be nice, both Christian and Connor said together. It's that simple. So often, adults think it is their job to teach children, but this heartwarming story reminds us just how much we can learn from them. Be sure to share this story and keep the kindness going viral. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call eight hundred four nine seven forty four ten. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. 
Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Willie Ames is Christian now, but just wait till you hear what it took the 80 star to get there. Written by Heather Riggleman. Read by Alyssa Forsberg. Willie Ames is a Christian now, but just wait till you hear what it took the 80 star to get there. In many ways, Willie Ames' story of finding Christ is much like the Israelites wandering in the desert. It's a birth story of new beginnings and new life, as Willie chose to start over at the age of 47. He never imagined he would be where he is now if he hadn't chosen to trust and surrender his life to God. It seems the enemy was destined to keep Willie in prison in chains of depression. He can remember always having low self-esteem, and he never saw himself as talented, handsome, or good enough. Willie's raising played a part in his feeling this way. Even though his parents were atheists and they dabbled in the occult, Willie never thought anything of it. To him, it was normal to have psychics over for dinner. It was normal to have tarot card readings and to play with Ouija boards. My family had a lot to do with occult activities. My grandmother liked to contact spirits and do what's called spirit writing, have people ask questions and let the spirit take over and write for her and answer those. We went to a lot of psychics and tarot card readers. We had Ouija boards and played with them. I felt completely comfortable with all of it, he said. As Willie grew up, he continued to believe that he didn't matter. This is one of the reasons why he got into acting. It provided another way of getting the attention he so desperately craved. Eventually, he became a star through shows like Charles in Charge and Eight is Enough. By that time, he relied on drugs, alcohol, and being a star to quiet the demons plaguing his mind. By then, he had hit the lowest point in his life. Because of his addictions, he lost everything. He found himself sleeping on the streets and eating rotten garbage to survive. It was a very difficult time in my life. i just come off a hit series, Eight is Enough, and lost everything. I was in trouble with the IRS. I was trying to get sober, he said. The only thing he could do was find a job that paid by the day, working on dive boats to clean. And to me, the best thing that I could do was to go up north and get on the dive boats, work for $30 a day, scrub all the toilets I could, and do all the diving I could. It was a great place to hide out and lick my wounds, really, he said. It wasn't so much working for minimum wage. What was interesting to me, or what was the difficult thing about it, was having been famous and having people laugh at what really was a very honorable job, manual labor, and understanding that, had it been anybody else, Nobody would have been laughing, he added. It seems that God was giving him ample grace to figure out life and where Willie needed to put his trust. Willie then worked his way up in the cruise industry and became a cruise director and eventually married his pen pal for over 30 years, Winnie Hung. As God helped Willie pick up the pieces to his life, he became hungry for God's word. And for the next seven years, he studied the Bible with an appetite that never seemed to be quenched. 
It was through his devotion to knowing God's word where God opened doors for Willie to become Bible man. It wasn't something Willie wanted to do, but he continued to go where God led him because he wanted to honor God. I had said I wanted to be obedient, and no matter how I tried to back away from that project, no matter how many times I said no, I kept coming back to the fact that perhaps this was something that God would want me to do because it was just being obedient and that maybe we could reach kids in a way that nobody else had, even though I didn't want to do it. For the next decade, he worked as Bible man, but then he blew two discs in his neck while moving equipment for the show. He was then fired because he could no longer work. One thing that many people don't know is that even though I created, wrote, produced, and directed everything and wrote all of the books, I never owned a piece of it. I still don't own a piece of it. I was just kind of a hired gun and did things job by job. As soon as I was unable to do that, the job was given to somebody else. Once again, God poured out his grace and mercy in Willie and helped him move past these seemingly insurmountable obstacles. Throughout this journey of trusting in our Savior, God planted seeds in Willie's heart to write a book titled, Grace is Enough. But the book deal was almost terminated when unflattering footage of the actor for the show Celebrity Fit Club was released. Willie had been working two different jobs. He was under immense pressure to get these projects done on top of the fact that his wife was suffering from another lupus flare. Willie was overwhelmed, exhausted, and stretched way too thin. He had hit his breaking point, and it was all captured on camera. What astonished him was how critical his fellow brothers and sisters in Christ were towards him. It floored Willie Ames at how the Christian community considered him a disappointment, and no one gave him grace as a merely flawed human being. I was extremely blown away that anybody would care in the first place. I was completely taken by surprise at the reaction, primarily from my Christian brothers and sisters in the community, where after 10 years of solid service as Bible man and my family sacrificing, it was suddenly all thrown away over two minutes worth of edited footage. In the midst of his character assassination, Willie continued to remember God's grace is more than enough, which sparked the idea to begin writing the book with his wife. He says, I hope to get people to think about what it is that they say and do before they do it, based on a few seconds of edited footage. That's why we wrote Grace is Enough. We really need to extend more grace to one another. We couldn't agree more. Grace is needed in all situations. We have no idea what someone else is struggling with, nor do we understand the burdens they carry. But we can extend grace because it's more than enough like it has been for Willie. What an incredible story of love, second chances, redemption, and amazing grace. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. 2 Corinthians 12, 9 Thank you so much for listening to Story Behind Podcast. We're really glad you joined us for this week's story. To see photos and videos that may have been referenced in this episode, check out the links in the show notes. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe to our podcast and please tell a friend about us. We'd also love it if you'd rate us and leave us a review. It really does help more people find us. Story Behind is a Salem Web Network production.
Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for working everything out for my good. Help me trust in your perfect plan. Amen. Father, thank you for loving and caring for me. With Christian prayer meditation, you can pray along to prayers based on specific topics. Go to lifeaudio.com or search your favorite podcast app for Christian prayer meditation. You can also download the Abide app for biblical meditations at abide.com.